This is Rob Cantrell, and you're listening to Rob on Recovery, a podcast dedicated to the belief there is more than one road to sobriety. If what you've tried isn't working, stop doing it. For the next few minutes, kick back and join me and discover tools you'll need to create a life in recovery designed by you for you. One day a man knocked on our door when I was a child and and handed my mother a pamphlet explaining that um, she was going to burn for eternity in hell. The drawings were graphic and the wording on this uh, pamphlet really disturbed her. Now, as she explained it, she read it from cover to cover in the the bathroom and uh, recited a prayer provided on the last page of uh, the little pamphlet. And as she explains it, she found God. Now, I have no doubt my mother had a profound experience from that pamphlet because she has dedicated her entire life to serving the God of her understanding and has helped thousands, literally thousands of people with her efforts. You know, good definitely came from that small pamphlet. Unfortunately, a lot of bad followed the experience for the rest of the family. God certainly was not responsible for any of it. You know, in fact, um, I think a lot of things are done in the name of God that uh, God has nothing to do with. You know, it's so sad and it's so damaging. When religion works, oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's life-affirming. The experiences are wonderful and it benefits everyone. Oh, but when religion doesn't, the results are life-changing and so destructive. Do you remember the guys that flew the planes on 9-11? They were taught 72 versions were waiting for them on the other side. You know, many people are harmed by toxic religions that damage them so intensely that nothing in life is balanced. These people are suffering from religious trauma syndrome. People in recovery are attempting to work a program of recovery, often find faith-based models very difficult because they've had such terrible experiences with religion in the past. Many of these people do have what's known as religious trauma syndrome. Religious trauma syndrome, and from now on, I'm just going to call it RTS, okay, is a set of symptoms and characteristics that tend to go together and which are related to harmful experiences with religions. Now, they are the result of two things. Number one, immersion in a controlling religion. And the second is the impact of leaving a religious group. Now, The RTS label provides a a name and and description that uh, affected people often recognize immediately. Many other people are surprised by the idea of a RTS because in our culture, it is generally assumed that religion is benign or good for you. 
just like telling kids about Santa Claus and, and, and letting them work out their beliefs later. People see no harm in, in, in teaching religion to children. Emotional and mental treatment in authoritarian religious groups can be damaging because of one, toxic teachings like eternal damnation or original sin or two, uh, religious practices or mindsets such as, you know, punishment, uh, black and white thinking, or, or sexual guilt, or, or you know, number three, uh, uh, neglect that prevents a person from having the information or opportunities to develop normally. Now, RTS can include depression, you know, cognitive difficulties, and problems with the social functioning. In fundamentalist Christianity, the individual is considered depraved and in need of salvation. A core message is you are bad and wrong and deserve to die. The wages of sin is death. Authoritarian religious groups are subcultures where Conformity is required in order to belong. If you dare to leave the religion, you risk losing your entire support network as well. You know, leaving a religion after total immersion can cause a complete upheaval of a person's you know, construction of reality, including the self, you know, other people, life, you know, and the future. People unfamiliar with this situation, including therapists, have trouble appreciating the sheer terror that it can create. Religious groups that are highly controlling, you know, they teach fear about the world and keep members sheltered and ill-equipped to function in society. You know, they make it harder for these people to leave. The difficulty seems to be greater if the person was born and raised in religion rather than joining as an adult convert. Now, this is because they have no frame of reference, no other self or, or, or way of being in the world. A common personality type is a person who is deeply emotional and thoughtful and uh, who tends to throw themselves wholeheartedly into their endeavors. I mean, true believers who then lose their faith feel, I don't know, they feel more anger, you know, and depression and grief than those who simply went to church on Sunday. So you might ask yourself, aren't these just people who uh, would be depressed or, or anxious or, or obsessive anyway? Well, not at all, no. You know, in my observation, and if my observation is correct, these are, these are people who are intense and, and involved and caring, and they hang on to the religion longer than those who simply walk away because they try to make it work even when they have doubts. You know, sometimes this is out of fear, but often eh, it's out of devotion. These are people for whom ethics integrity and compassion matter a great deal. Uh, I find that uh, 
when they get better and rebuild their lives, you know, they are wonderfully creative and energetic about new things. RTS is a specific set of symptoms and characteristics that are connected and harmful religious experiences. They're not just trauma. This is crucial to understand the condition in, in any kind of self-help or treatment. You know, look, another difference is, is social contacts, which is extremely difficult from other traumas or, or forms of abuse. When someone is recovering from domestic abuse, for example, other people understand and they support the need to leave and, and recover. They don't question it as a matter of interpretation and, and they don't send the person back for more. But this is exactly what happens to many former believers who seek counseling. If a counselor doesn't understand the source of the symptoms, you know, he or she may send a client for pastoral counseling or, or to an AA function or, or even to a church or, or a synagogue. You know, what's the difference between a religion that causes trauma and religion that doesn't? A religion causes trauma when it is highly controlling and prevents people from thinking for themselves and trusting their own feelings. Groups that demand obedience and conformity produce fear, not love, not growth. With constant judgment of self and others, people become alienated from themselves, each other, and the world. I mean, religion in its worst forms causes separation. You know, groups that connect people and promote self-knowledge and personal growth can be said to be healthy. Such groups put high value on respecting differences and, and members feel empowered. You know, as individuals, they provide social support and a place for events and rites of passage. You know, they exchange ideas. They're inspirational. And there's opportunities for service. And they connect for social causes. They encourage spiritual practices that promote health, like meditation or principles for living, like the golden rule. You know, you could stop the cycle of abuse, but uh, leaving the faith is a mixed blessing. Letting go of the need to conform is a huge relief. There's a sense of freedom, excitement about information and, and new experiences newfound self-respect, integrity, and, and, and the sense of an emerging identity. There are huge challenges too, my friend. The psychological damage does not go away overnight. In fact, because uh, the phobia indoctrination in young childhood is so powerful, the fear of hell can last a lifetime, despite rational analysis. You know, likewise, the damage to self-esteem and basic self-trust can be crippling. This is why there are so many thousands of walking wounded people who have left fundamentalist religion 
and are living with religious trauma syndrome. Um, but you know what? There is hope for anyone living with RTS through cognitive behavioral therapy. Finding a therapist trained to recognize and treat an individual suffering with RTS, it's difficult, it's not always easy. A tremendous amount of information is available online and it's free. That seems like a great place to start for problems so severe. Recovery begins by recognizing there's a problem and seeking a solution. This is my journey, this is my life. I'm Rob Cantrell.